0: I want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which I work and live on. I pay respect to Elders past, present, and future. Hi! Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. On today's episode, I chatted to Jess Fisher, a Melbourne-based screenwriter. I heard Jess speak on the Screenwriting Life Podcast, which she interns for, and I was immediately like, I must know her. And here we are. We chatted about all things writing in the process, being creative, mindset, and some fun rapid fire questions. So grab a coffee and enjoy. Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Thanks for coming on. you can say thank you oh Oh my god I thought I thought
1: I'm not even kidding I was like oh my god it's so nice you're talking to your audience that's really sweet no you're talking to me that was so
0: beautiful off to a great it's staying in uh obviously amazing that's how we roll here but thank you for coming on
1: (laughs) no thank you so much for asking me um, guys who are listening
0: it's only up from here well well it might uh, plateau yeah we c- it could get worse we don't know it's strap Yo. on in wherever you're listening strap in and get ready for the ride <laughs> what um, a journey. Okay. i know we're already it's like not even a minute in and we're like okay let's whoo. <laughs> okay so, let's start. thank
1: you for having me <laughs> Um I did want to say Ali because you know, obviously I was saying this just before, but like it is so impressive that you were doing this podcast and like having the motivation and the drive to do it, especially at the moment when, you know, the ocean was just on fire the other week. Oh my god. So, yes. <laughs> so you're just pushing through and delivering this like positive, wonderful space for artists and creatives. And it's really wonderful. It's really nice Thank to you. see and and to be here thanks girl
0: I'm trying I'm trying very hard it's hard to try it's living is hard let's be real Mm. just
1: being Mm. alive
0: um wow we're we're gonna unpack that later (laughs) just being alive love it um let's get you to introduce yourselves to who's listening how do you want to present yourself to the world it's all you girl no pressure uh well I'm Jess Fisher uh, I'm a
1: screenwriter based in Melbourne, Australia, originally from Queensland though, um, which is so funny, only because since moving here, I've become severely vitamin D deficient. Oh my god! Which is <laughs> which is just so on brand for Melbourne. Um, yeah, nice. love that. Uh, and I'm also studying at RMIT, studying screenwriting, obviously, of course. Um, again, on brand. Um, and yeah that's me it's very weird to call myself a screenwriter but I am sticking to it yes
0: you are and I'm hyping you up about that yes queen (laughs) um (laughs) let's okay let's like I guess start from the beginning I'm just so interested about your journey to where you got to screenwriting because you did communications and you worked in politics is that correct
1: yeah I worked in politics uh like doing media advising but also my main space was digital communications um and yeah yeah, everything in that space so a lot of social media a lot of advertising a lot of you know testing messaging and um you know trying to win elections (laughs) that was (laughs) basically me
0: (laughs) oh my god what a lot yeah well
1: had to had to leave it well i'm still trying to um but yeah that's that's where I started really well you know it's I think it's hard like I I first went into uni being like how I'm going to study journalism and do that whole like make a difference thing um which I still believe in it's just I quickly realized that the style of writing when it comes to journalism is uh that's not me I'm I can't do that very impressed with people who can and people who can write prose like oh my god you're incredible can you like because you write as
0: well I do yes um amazing yes (laughs) that's all I have to say about that I yeah I look if we're gonna go there I have I'm still similar to you I have this weird relationship calling myself a writer because I I I have this like major imposter syndrome because I hadn't formerly like studied writing. If like so I am mm. always like, I'm like, am I a writer? I don't know, but I'm calling myself one. And I've written stuff, so I must be one, right? But yes.
1: You- <laughs> yes. No, you are. Like it's it's such a vulnerable thing. You know, yeah. like it's the act of writing is vulnerable and putting yourself out there and calling yourself a writer. <laughs> it's also yes. vulnerable. So you're just kind of, you know, being like completely open with the world and strangers and that um, is terrifying but exciting because you know like I think the more you do it the
0: better you get and I think owning it is a key part of it oh 100% I agree Um, I often find it weird I've been reflecting on that writing thing because I came from a performer background so I was a performer first (laughs) I was an actor (laughs) amazing um and then I transitioned into writing and there's something that I don't know is more vulnerable about writing than acting it's yeah that's so interesting
1: to hear that like because I could never act to save my life um girl I've been an I've been an extra like I'm not even like I I hate giving myself compliments yes and accepting compliments but genuinely with acting I like as an extra even in like some people's shorts or like web series I'm the person when they say action and the camera like pans around the room I look directly in the camera I'm just staring right there Deer in headlines it's it's so bad and I have such admiration for people who perform and act as theater people stop get out oh I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get on the stage tonight and do this again and again and again and present myself to this audience full of people and just absolutely deliver this amazing performance like stop like that's incredible <laughs> you like get out leave leave <laughs> i'm very impressed with yeah performers and you coming from an acting background like that's such a huge thing it's Because, you know, you're you're the one on the stage or in front of the camera. And because I, you know, I know we'll get into this after but I've directed a couple of shorts. And I'm just in awe of people who get up and say my words as well. But just in general, doing it is a really beautiful and
0: big thing. Yes. Oh, I I 100% agree. And it's so weird because I guess now that I've been doing more writing than the performing and often with my projects i I just did a project which actually is in melbourne um and we were doing casting for it and it was so weird like being on the other side like it was so vulnerable but like then i was like oh i couldn't even imagine like Having to audition and that process, even though I've done that, like it was this weird, like I was like, but Sarah. Out of body. Yeah, that used to be you. That is you. Like you still audition. And I'm like, oh, actors respect. <laughs> but yeah, there's something really vulnerable about writing, and when you give your work to actors and then they read it, and it's so beautiful. Like, what's your experience in that in giving, handing over your work? Uh Again, terrifying.
1: I feel like the theme of the podcast is just going to be me saying how scared I am of everything, um, but especially writing, which, you know, I'm now <laughs> devoting, I'm devoting my life to it. I love, I love. Um, but it's, you know, for instance, with like the short that I'm in pre-production on at the moment, I genuinely was like, okay, I've written this very intense heavy piece that is it's it's literally me in it like this is the first um script that I've written that has been like very reflective of my life at the moment and you know I started thinking I've already got this amazing actress in mind who's a wonderful friend and just a stunning talent um but I thought if she says no then I'm putting it away you know I'm just getting rid of it not going to show it to the world not going to make it if she says yes though you know we'll push forward and I guess I was kind of sheltering myself um protecting myself with that option because you know she could have just simply been really (laughs) busy, and you were like no
0: it's not meant to be
1: Yeah. You know, just completely shutting it down. But, you know, she said yes. And um, again, terrifying, but really, really exciting as well. And, you know, I think I've been lucky. All the actors I've worked with have been so incredibly kind and open to collaborating. And that's the thing that I, every time I make a short or go into a project, my aim is... It's not about and it sounds terrible and probably not very business savvy but it's not about the views or the festivals that are to come and all Mm -hmm. of that side of things which I'm not it's hard to to enjoy that um it's more about the collaboration and actually making something and you know this actress who's going to be playing my protagonist um in my next short she she's just so giving with the character and yeah. so open to talking about things and her experiences and same with everyone else who has come on board as well so I've been very lucky in that space and yeah. I yeah like I was saying I adore actors and just what they do because it's like wow you're going to transform these words into something on screen and be amazing doing it
0: like <laughs> claps all around. It is. it's it's mind blowing um having your work transform in that way. And I haven't I don't know if you've ever had this, but I <laughs> the first time I heard my words like said out loud and performed, I had this weird like, oh my god, are those my words? Like that's those are my words. What? That's not me. <laughs> I wrote like, I don't know. Have you ever had that just me? <laughs> no, I I feel that. And it's
1: you know, it's this nice experience. It's this very uh Certainly, for me, my insecurities do come out. hearing them read, like you know, just did a table read via Zoom the other day, and I was already picking on myself and being like, "No, nah, why did I write that? This line needs to be snappier. Why is this like monologue here so long? Like I was already picking at these things and not enjoying the moment and I'm really, really trying, and this is something that I've learned um." on the screenwriting life who I interned yeah. for and who I know we'll talk about soon. Um, but like, they have this really big attitude about celebrating what's in front of you and mm. enjoying what you're doing right now. And I have never been that person ever. It's always, Same and up. I think it goes back to that political background as well. You win, mm. what's next? What's the next thing to win? Mm. What's the next thing to do? like you never spend that long celebrating it's just a moment and it's gone and it's the next thing now um and so I've brought that mentality with me (laughs) into this industry and with my writing but um I'm trying to get away from that and to just enjoy these really high lovely moments
0: yes oh that's so beautiful and such a great reminder i also love that you said before about the collaborating and that like that's like what's really important and and i think you know we can get caught up in the festivals and wanting to submit to this or like go to hollywood which of course like we all want dreams goals aspirations (laughs) but the process of getting there and meeting beautiful creatives and collaborating like for me that's like so fulfilling like i'm just like cloud nine when you have that moment so i love that you mentioned that because, yeah, you can get caught up in the business of it. 100%. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I'm i a big believer in, it sounds so weird to describe it this way, but, like, in terms of that collaboration, mm. it's there's that, you know, horizontal networking <laughs>
0: yeah. that
1: is working with people who are your peers. And, you know, that, to me, is just that's the way to go I can't think of anything worse if there was some top tier godlike producer who (laughs) wanted to talk to me and I know that sounds like I'm sabotaging myself but it's like what am I gonna talk to you about yeah I'd have some pictures I guess but when I'm talking to like you know my friends at uni or like my writer friends who I've been in rooms with recently like that to me has been such a golden experience and that's been the place where I've been learning so much yeah. and you know I really value having you know it's it's the same thing that like Megan and Laurie say as well it's like you need to have writers around you because writers need other writers yes. um, and it's it's made a world of difference to be honest and certainly helped me a lot in terms of getting into the industry and, and trying to figure out what I want to do and who I want to do it with.
0: Yeah. And we're like, we're all in this together. Like it is such a collaboration and I, you know, I guess having been in um, places where it hasn't been as collaborative (laughs) and quite toxic, um, Mm. when you do find those like people, like your people, your community, holy moly. I was like, what? You want to help me? yeah
1: I it's it's um it's so interesting you say that like there because yeah don't get me wrong there's definitely you know there's always toxic people everywhere in in any industry oh yeah and you know people everyone has an ego everyone but then you know it's very hard when people have very clear-cut agendas that only revolve around themselves like and that's it you know, because yeah. I think I keep, I keep reminding myself because I've seen some not great things in the last couple of years um, from, you know, other creators, which it's, it's for a range of reasons why people, um, you know, people have a lot of insecurities and that kind of comes out in the work or in the writer's room sometimes. But um, I just keep thinking, like, you know, you, you can literally lift yourself up without Mm. pushing other people down you know so you can still keep backing yourself and fighting for these things and putting yourself out there without just creating some toxic environment that
0: hurts other creators or just hurts other people in general
1: you know yeah
0: oh I agree I oh a hundred percent like I think it's you know, you can, you can help, like helping someone else is not gonna like diminish your success or where you're going. Like at hundred
1: percent. Yeah.
0: At all. Hundred like, percent, Yeah. And we all need those people like, yeah. Cause, and the arts, like, I mean, you know, there are lots of interests, but the arts itself is like, so collaborative. Like when you create a film, there's so many people involved to create that, like one film, like you all do have to be in it together. You, There's no room yeah. for like, it's just me. <laughs> like no, no, and like also actors, almost sometimes the least important person on the set. Like have your moment, do your job. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. Yep. just saying, just saying. <laughs> um, let's talk about. So why did you choose screenwriting instead of, I guess, playwriting or doing? The- why did you choose to write for the screen? Um, I
1: think like. You know, when I was a kid, like, I distinctly remember, and it probably was not appropriate for me to watch this film mm-hmm. at such a young age, but I remember watching The Godfather oh, for yes. the first time, and, yeah, definitely not suitable yeah. for, like, a six-year-old. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, you know, it happened, and I'm glad it did because it literally just it was such a beautiful piece and you know visually but I think just the story really stuck with me and I had you know for the longest of times I've had this just love of storytelling and I've never I feel like this makes me sound so um (laughs) I don't know unrefined I don't know if there's a better word but I um I've never been one who has properly invested in mm. the theatre and, and you know, learning more about that space, and I wish mm. I had, and, like, there's still time to do that, and I definitely want to, um, but it's just, to me, the theatre is, it's such an honest and, again, scary space. Like, it's... Um, yeah it's a, it's an amazing thing people who are, you know playwrights I just I think that you know there's people out there who just write like music and you see that on the stage and it's incredible I think that screenwriting appealed to me more because it's it's the cinema of it it's yeah. you know I I love film and tv like like every writer you know so <laughs> it's, it's not unique um but it it just came easy honestly like I started reading scripts like and then I you know after watching the godfather I went found the godfather script I was just like I love this I love the style of writing I love the white space on the page I you know for instance when I write my um action or big print um I am really someone who taps into just singular words for instance, like, and you can get away with that there. And it it conveys so much, you know, by, by saying that someone is courageous, complex, and good at their job, you know, as a description, it just, it's something I really enjoy. And I, um, I think I'm lucky I found it. I don't exactly know, you know, how I persisted with it. Well, you know, it just, I think it was something I thought about all the time and, Working in politics, for instance, like I was there for around nine years. Uh I got into it when I was really young. I was nineteen and it was one of the first jobs I was able to get. Um and I needed a job at the time. Yes. <laughs> um, well, you know, I it's so grim. Things are much, much better now. But I was um I was basically living in a van in someone's yard. Like I oh my God. you know was, yeah, having a bit of a hard time, like financially and just in general. And I ended up getting this idea in my head that I wanted to help people like me. And that's why I went into politics very naive and big eyed and, um, you know, that entire time. Cause I did kind of, there were some lovely people in that space, but I did kind of get stuck yeah. there and I'm still a little bit stuck, but like I thought of screenwriting like every single day and I didn't write for around six years of those nine years like I didn't write wow. a thing
0: yeah um
1: but I knew there was something important with screenwriting because every single day I thought of it I thought of my characters they would yeah. like show up for me but I never showed up for them at the time and I just knew that I had to break away from that and actually commit to the craft I guess yeah
0: yeah and look at you now. You were doing that. You were doing it. <laughs> I'm trying. Like like we said, trying is hard, Try, but I'm trying. Trying is hard, guys. It really is. <laughs> That's oh, I love that so much. What um what is your what genre do you write in? Are you yeah? Uh it's it's a lot of drama. It's just, you know, <laughs>
1: dra- dramedy, dark comedy, but <laughs> For instance, my first short that I made, no. I was like, it's a it's a mockumentary comedy. <laughs> After the edit, it was just like a full-blown drama. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just was like, this is so unsurprising. Yeah. But also like how did I how did how did I let this happen? But um, mm. you know, there was some there was some jokes, <laughs> but I There was like
0: one I, joke in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there was one like physical joke and, you know, I, I just, that is my space, it, it's, yeah. and you know, like I wish, I wish that I was a comedy writer, I'm trying, I'm trying to learn, I've got some, you know, amazing friends and, uh, you know, other writers in this space who are helping me kind of understand it more, um, but I just always go back to drama, trauma, <laughs> that comes through that um, love that space
0: <laughs> we love that for everyone <laughs> uh yeah very um,
1: very heavy more heavier stuff but I um yeah. I think that you know I've started to explore a bit more as well like uh I recently did more of a fantasy drama type thing it was like a ghost story um and so and that was you know nothing no horror because I'm a scary cat um I'm not good with horrors and thrillers uh I read one the other day for someone and I literally went and had a nightmare about their screenplay oh my god truth thing. <laughs> yeah and I messaged him the next day I was like you you're a vivid writer um like, I had I a nightmare about it <laughs> literally it was yeah. incredible and you know those writers who have who lean into genre amazing yeah. I um I, i'm I'm not someone who who has that, but i I feel like I'm a writer who's open to everything and appreciating I, I just you know love all stories and I think that yes. even though for instance I'm not someone who's big on horror or thrillers, I'll watch them and still appreciate them. I'll just be you know sleepless Good. for a week. yeah, yeah
0: also I-, I was gonna say if you ever need a comedy girl. I got you. I got you, Queen. Oh, my God. Collaboration. I know, because I was just... Yes, it's working out. No, because I was just going to say, I, genre-wise, like, drama, I'm scared of it, but I love watching it. But for the life mm. of me, like, everything I write, even I once tried writing a drama, and it still was funny. Like, it was really dramatic. <laughs> but, but someone I read it, and they, and they were like, <laughs> my, my mentor was like, um, yeah look i get yeah the story okay like they were just like were you trying to write a drama because it is funny and i was like yeah look i was trying to write a really deep personal slow moving piece you know channeling my inner mark class with like you know just ooh moving yeah and it just ended up being funny and i was like i love it. this it's this is the inverse of my
1: experience it's incredible. Is this? This isn't even the podcast. This is just a pitching session. Yeah,
0: honestly, this. Is...
1: <laughs> You're like hey, everyone, actually
0: so
1: on <laughs> I, but The story I wrote, just in in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tried to make it. it drama was funny. Even moments that I was like, "That's a really serious moment." It read as funny, and I was like, "How did I do that? How did I make
1: what?" my mind it's a talent it's it's like you know I feel like in the moment you might think like getting those notes because notes are always fun um tell me about it. it, it it kind of feels like a weakness but it is such a strength like that is an incredible talent to have I I envy it
0: girl I envy you and your drama writing I how do you do that we're such good, um, like we were saying before, such good hype people. We'll hype, hype everyone else. Up. Yeah, yeah. Not, not ourselves. Nope. <laughs> How dare you say I'm talented? Disgusting. <laughs> Leave. Hi. No. I'm gonna just end this meeting. <laughs> yep. People are listening are Listen like, are they okay? We are not. <laughs> yes, that is correct. That is correct. Um, okay, let's <laughs> let's circle back. Circle back. Sorry, I feel like. I'm oh my gosh! Just, no, not even you. Chaotic. It's me, girl. I host this podcast, and I'm like, it's chaos. I'm like,
1: I love it. It's
0: incredible. Thank you. You are incredible. <laughs> Again, with <laughs> everyone listening, you are incredible. Just want to note that in, so you don't all feel left out. I love that. They are. I love that for them. Um okay let's oh my god okay let's actually talk about the screenwriting life because we have to get that in um because (laughs) now this is i'm gonna sound like the weirdest person ever so i was listening to the podcast obsessed with that anyone out there i plug it to everyone by the way like everyone that i know i'm like please listen to this because i listened to it on my lockdown walk one day because my mentor had actually mentioned it to me and i was like i should listen to this inspired every episode and i was like holy moly this is like amazing and then one episode you popped in <laughs> and I- shopping <laughs> and i was like listening to it and i was like wait that's an australian accent and i was like who is this girl who is she i must know who she is and then i found you on instagram and i definitely followed you and then was like hello
1: <laughs> no i think that's amazing i love that I don't know, I, I feel like every time I talk on the podcast, even now, I just feel incoherent. And I, it's such a weird thing. Um, I've gotta stop telling people it, but I'm just, just being honest. Um, I, since moving to Victoria, uh, I've had countless Victorians say to me, especially when they find out I'm from Queensland, like, oh my God, yeah, okay, that makes so much sense because you talk like really slow. Like I don't think people mean to be like <laughs> offensive, but, but I was like, "Oh, thank okay, cool, that's amazing," because like, no. I think I must. Ex- well, I think I extend my words, and um yeah, I I do get. Well, certainly earlier on, I definitely was getting a bit nervous about talking on the screenwriting life, but um, it's yeah. such a, it's. Such an amazing opportunity, and such even more than that, it's this incredibly safe, warm, and welcoming space for everyone. Like even if you're not a screenwriter, I feel like there's so many like amazing bits of advice that you can get from it, and it's just amazing to all create. Because like you know, Megan Laurie and talk about the vulnerabilities that obviously come with being a writer, but I think it applies to everyone in creative industries especially like putting yourself out there the lava that comes with it and just pushing yourself and also having those days where you you can't quite deliver or can't show up for your script or you know maybe you do have some type of writer's block or something it's it's just such a wonderful podcast to be able to um, support and work on but also just to listen to like I, I'm so grateful for it as well I know what you mean about it being inspiring and literally very helpful and yes really does help you improve your craft and understand things at a completely different level yeah
0: I 100% agree I am so glad I found it during this lockdown period as someone who was struggling with my writing because it was just like every episode like it also like kicks your butt as well like in the nicest way like some yes. of them i'm like oh that's like brutally honest and i really needed to hear that didn't want to though but i needed it like i love it in the best way possible um how did you how did you come about becoming an intern there
1: um i i was you know trying to be bold yes <laughs> and, uh you know push myself, and as part of my course at r m i t we have to do uh placements um mm. for like our end of year uh projects because i'm because of the screenwriting life now i'm going on to graduate in october i've satisfied all the requirements, which is amazing yes. and you know i'm so grateful for it um but yeah as as part of the placement i'd emailed a bunch of places. Um, and you know, uh, like here in Melbourne, and um it obviously hasn't been a great time because of all the lockdowns um yeah. so i I really didn't hear back from anyone <laughs> um, i you know I think I in that time, I started to really appreciate uh the idea of being rejected because it was just silence um which was hard but you know that's part of the industry and you know I I learned from that as well and I also was recommended um the screenwriting life podcast by um one of my lecturers he'd just always bring it up he'd be like oh my god megalophobe says this thing yeah the- McKenna
0: Say with my uh, mentor and they she kept mentioning it and I was like I got to listen to it yeah and like <laughs> this is terrible I
1: I promise I'm not a terrible student but because it was during lockdown as well, I just remember a couple of times not tuning into class, but <laughs> then my lecturer, he just kept bringing it up again and again and was like, Yeah, so they have this screenwriting podcast. And you know, my antennas basically went up because I thought, Okay, sorry, two women are running this screenwriting podcast, this is already interesting, yeah. Um, you know, like. What are they talking about? How are they doing this? Like, and you know, I had been struggling to write as well at the time. And same as you, tuned into the first episode, adored it, obsessed with it. I just think of that Lady Gaga quote where she's like, (laughs) amazing, never been done before, unafraid, give birth to it, blend it, amazing. Like, oh my God, that's literally what I thought of the first episode. I was like, okay, this is (laughs) incredible. And funny as well, like it has this lightness to it. And so yeah, then went on a huge deep dive into it. Found their Facebook group online, which I do suggest um, a whole, like any screenwriter listening should join that yeah. Facebook group because it's filled with other really kind and giving people who are really genuine, including Megan Laurian. And um, yeah, I went into the screenwriting group and they're they're just interacting in there. They're just like oh my god you know really really struggling with this like edit today or I've got this deadline I'm like what are what are these women doing these just incredible just sitting there like talking to other writers like helping people yeah. you know figure out how to write something or how to like do some more character work and I just thought okay I love this energy I'm not going to look for placements uh at places that you know because I applied to some of the like biggest studios and stuff here as well as like more smaller places but I thought no I'm only going to commit myself to a space that I really love and that I relate to strongly and that was them um so I emailed them and you know just took a shot in the dark really and was like hey you know I also happen to have this digital background because I, I applied because yes, I wanted to learn from them and do my placement there, but I also went into it with the attitude of, I, um, I want to actually give something. I, I really, really want to give something back and be a part of this team. You know, it, I think it goes back to what we were talking about around collaboration and, um, yeah, just sent off the email, um, A couple of days later I literally got a response back um, from their producer being like hey you know let's maybe have a chat and see how things go Mm -hmm. and um, yeah it all went up from there and they just yeah I think something that I find so crazy in the industry especially someone who has no connections really Um, like I'm not someone who you know I don't have that family friend you know what I mean who's kind of connected yeah Yeah. and and I love that for people it's like cool good for you like yeah amazing like celebrate you you do what you gotta do you push ahead yeah but like I you know I'm not in that space and I've constantly found that in this industry like all of the doors are basically dead bolted shut you know and it's it's hard to break in But then I got so incredibly lucky that there are these two women, you know, Megan Lorian, who literally opened the door and have been supportive and genuinely helped me as a writer, but also as an individual in that I am, I wasn't, and I'm not someone who's like super confident, Um, like, You would have heard me on the podcast a couple of times. Like I talk about doubt every chance I get. (laughs) They'll just be like, oh, how's your week? And I'm like, I just, I'm doubting myself again. (laughs) And it's just like, don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Should I just go buy a farm guys? What do you think? Should I just go foster animals? Like that's literally where I go. Um, I love it. And you know, they, they have, helped me grow my confidence. And, you know, like you were saying, you get that kind of that kick to keep writing, to keep pushing forward. And, you know, for me, them, you know, inviting me in to, you know, do some great work, to even like I've been able to produce a few of the recent episodes as well, which has been an honor and huge for me. Um, Like that has built my confidence off so much. I still feel, you know, I'll always go back to that dark, doubtful place, um, but I'm going there less and less and feeling more confident and,
0: yes.
1: you know, backing myself more. And and I think they've been a really big part of that.
0: Oh, That's a really awesome story. I love this for you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I love the fact that like, I think, Yeah, one thing that's I think really important about, um, at least that I resonate with that story is just being bold and reaching out. Um, And I know, I don't know if you, I've had a similar experience where I've reached out to producers for like, you know, works that I wanna pitch. And I used to always be so scared of that because of the rejection, Um, had lots of it, you know? (laughs) And I think that always stopped me, but I remember just like being bold and being like, no, like, you know, I want to give them something and, you know, vice versa, like you were saying. And, like, basically nine out of ten times, people were really positive and actually wanted to help you. And I was like, yeah, oh, wow. Okay. Well, and I, I think that, you know,
1: we, we spoke about how there is that toxicity that exists. Mm. But that's everywhere, obviously. Yes. But I think that especially in this industry, like, people value good honest people you know like Mm. if you're positive and you're good to work with and you're actually a giving person and not only a taker because I think like you know that there is such a thing as giving so much that it becomes a way to procrastinate and to not do your own work as well because I certainly have gotten into a space before where I will give, give and give to everyone else. Like I'll be reading everyone else's scripts, making everyone else's things and helping everyone push forward, which I think hundred percent is valuable. And I've learned so much from it, but sometimes it's an avoidance tactic as well. (laughs) And there is this balance that you have to do where it's like, you know, make sure you are backing yourself and stuff, but also be a team player yeah. be kind and actually give don't just take because people notice as well people notice if you're just using them and especially I feel like creatives are we're we're big feely types of yep. people you know mm-hmm. so you know if something is off like you just you have that vibe it's true
0: you do it 100% yeah yeah
1: and it sounds like in your experience as well like people knew oh my god Positive energy, real hard worker, you know, you're persistent as well. And you're obviously going to go and do big things like 40 episodes of a fucking podcast. Like, okay. <laughs> just what? Okay, girl, no like, doubt. <laughs> just amazing. And I think that you know, sometimes it's, you're in the right place and the right time with the right people and you've got all these amazing ingredients and things all adding up and people notice you and people notice that attitude. And um, it's such a valuable, honest thing that I think no matter what happens, like in terms of if we do have that iconic success, you know, mm-hmm. we all want, I think that even if we don't get there or if we do, mm-hmm. at least you can really, value the way you've gone about things by yeah. being that good person and giving back as well
0: yeah oh that's so beautiful stop that's like I feel like so, I, this is so weird it's obviously a podcast where we're talking about I just feel like I'm talking too much <laughs> oh my gosh no keep, girl keep talking I feel like I talk too much so I'm just like letting you go <laughs> oh lord oh my days Oh Lord, with this chaos, but I love it. I'm here for it. Um, No, I genuinely really love just listening to you talk about writing and like, oh, it's just, it's making me really inspired, like right now, like I'm genuinely like, yes, yes. You just go write a pilot after this? Yeah. (laughs) I write a whole goddamn feature film, I'm like, okay, (laughs) drama. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um i'm very excited about this this is your th- i don't know third fourth i might be making it third Third. I was right yes trusted in my instinct damn it <laughs> um third shot lucky three isn't that like a lucky number yes i hope so i
1: i will take that i'll take that and run with it and
0: be like yep yes. third time's the charm that's what there it we is. there it is yeah. that's what it is oh my god um can can you how much can you talk about your new like your shot at the moment. Do you want to plug it a little or Yeah, like it's
1: we're in pre-pre-production. <laughs> we're meant to uh film uh in a week. <laughs> oh, which covid. Which um yeah, here in <laughs> Melbourne, you know. I uh I was really excited at the time. We were out of lockdown <sighs> for like a week and I was like, this yeah. is it. This is when I'm going to shoot this film. Um look I'm I'm staying positive I'm still like I'm going to make it at some point or another before the end of the year like I'm fully committed to that I have to make it because I'm also going to be applying for my master's next year and I really really want to have this um and you know it's like I was saying before it's probably the most deeply personal script I've written to date um it's only like a eight minute piece. Um, but it's about, you know, a woman who's celebrating her 29th birthday, but doing everything she possibly can to not celebrate it though. Um, she's avoiding turning 29 and all the feelings that come with that, which is literally me. Uh, (laughs) I turned 29 in June and, um, it's well like I've always been and I know it sounds silly because I know it's still a young ish age but turning 30 for me has always yeah. been in my head like it's been this milestone that I have built up for such a long time Yeah. and it's like if I haven't done all these things by the time I'm 30 then what have I been doing like I've I've had this pressure on that age for yeah. so long since I was real like Like a 10 year old thinking of turning 30 like it's just deranged but I genuinely remember being like okay okay I'm going to do all the stuff by the time I'm 30 and then 29 has rocked up and um just hit me over the head um like I just I literally cried for two weeks um before my birthday um because, you know, there's a lot of things that come with getting older and, you know, getting in mm. that space of, you know, there's a lot of pressure on women, I think, to also, you know, start having a family soon and all of that. Like, even mm. though things are changing, there is still that pressure. Um, and, you know, I've recently gotten married. well, it's been like two years now since I've been married, but like, it's, it's just me and my head, really thinking yeah. of all these things that I'm meant to be by this age and um because I was just so upset about <laughs> turning 29 <laughs> um I wrote the script and kind of put all of my insecurities into it and into yeah. this character and you know I'm I am so scared to share it but mm. I think it's something I'm really excited to share because it is a literally a deep part of me and you know, how how I've been feeling in this space and you know, like it's it's really people keep describing it as this very slice of life, which to me makes it makes it sound like it's just boring. I hope it's not. <laughs> um but but it's you know it's literally just yeah an, an evening at home with a couple and um her best friend comes over to celebrate a birthday and it's just the pressure mm-hmm. of it all and her in her own head again overthinking I'm a big overthinker as well Um, as is this character
0: completely unrelated obviously (laughs) (laughs) obviously not written on personal experience at all what are you talking about how dare you (laughs) yeah
1: um but I'm so excited to be making a third short and you know I I think I'm very lucky to be able to have made um a few of my own things like because you know, I think a lot of people talk about because something that really hit me when I started um, my screenwriting course is um, like one of my lecturers, the first thing she said was like, stop waiting for permission. Stop waiting for people to validate you and tell you that you can do something. So just Mm -hmm. go and make things, go and write, go and push ahead yourself and stop standing Mm -hmm. still basically. And that's what I decided to do with my shorts but I um, you know I've I've realized it's a very privileged space to be in as well um, yeah. you know because I still work I still have that I kind of do consulting and stuff in the political space so I'm still yeah. you know doing well for myself in that area to fund my shorts and you know they're very small budgets and stuff as well but it is very much a, a privilege to be able to do it and to also have been able to network with people like you know because I feel like you know I've got friends as well in the regions who they don't have that constant connection to all the you know in Melbourne like a lot of creatives are really concentrated Mm -hmm. in the city so you're able to make all these connections very easily Um, you know if you're going to events and at uni and stuff like that Um, but yeah I'm I'm excited for it and hopefully it's not terrible (laughs) I think I think the actors will lift it up and (laughs) you know turn it into something lovely and that I can be proud of
0: yes and that's so important as I think as long as you're proud of it and you're happy and fulfilled that's like yes queen yes (laughs) um I also just want to note I love that it's like at the age of 29 and not like third, do you know like I love I think that's just hearing that as someone I'm like that's interesting and like yeah I love that so I'm really interested about this short film and I can't wait to see it like I'm excited because I was like that's cool
1: it sneaks up it does sneak up on you like because I never I was never even thinking about it and then it just all these things started happening at once and and yeah the the turning 29 I I, it's very unhealthy, but I have this app on my phone that is counting down till 30. Are
0: you serious, girl? <laughs> so at,
1: mid, at midnight every night, it's like 300 days. <laughs> and I just sit still for a good 15 minutes, like <laughs> paralyzed by this fear. And then I continue with my day. Well, I go back to sleep because I wake up to it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, not healthy, uh, not good. But, you know,
0: I, um, I'll i move away from that soon enough. Maybe I'll delete the app after this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, don't want to tell you how to live your life, but maybe, maybe that's, that's not. Let's take it. Um, okay. Let's do some questions. Let's do some beautiful questions. Um, cool. First question, describe yourself in three words three words okay
1: um oh god they do this at uni and I'm always so
0: uncomfortable I just triggered you well
1: because people are like you know bold courageous like smart I'm like mm -mm. um I'm not putting smart on the list Um, but okay I think I know I know I'm caring I uh I care a lot a lot um and yeah, so that would be one word uh, I described you before as persistent. I would say that I'm also persistent yes. um, and hopeful yeah i like I, that. I think I think those those are my three words that I can bear to say about myself. <laughs>
0: super healthy yes, I am agreeing you say those words to yourself every night okay every <laughs> night yes we'll do <laughs> you're like no, I'm not it's... girl you crack right
1: no I'm I'm not deleting the app <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm gonna keep that the reminders that one is let me unpack that lots, just one lots day. to unpack yeah yeah that's a whole to... episode you can do a whole
1: episode
0: yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> I am on the page and both of us are on it.
0: Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. This is the page. That's us. That's us. Ooh. exactly. Perfect. <laughs> um okay. Uh what's uh no, I don't want to do that one after that one. Uh if a movie was made about your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Um <laughs>
1: It would start as a comedy and become its dramatic self. <laughs> it would just end up being a drama. Um, I know it. With
0: with a couple of jokes. Just um, a couple. One or two, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, who would play me? Uh the oh, world oh. is your um. Honestly, you should <laughs> just get, like, Greta Gerwig to just write it, play in <sighs> it. Direct it. It's just, it's just Greta. That's it. And you know what? Like, you could even throw, I, oh, because this, this is such a writer thing to then say, just like some amazing writers to also make me not seem like a complete <laughs> um, loon. You know, like I, I wish, I wish, like you know, the amazing like Nora Ephron was still here. Like, is she's just. Any anything written by Nora, my heart is just full. Like, yeah, I'd go to Nora, my friend Kath. I'd get like a Marty Noxon to make me like not seem like a freak. Yeah. That that's that's the ideal crew. I've actually added way too much to your scenario, but that would be I love that, that, would that, be you've, a done that. you've
0: added co-writers, you've added like you've got a writer's room going for this. I built the writer's room. It's ready. Yeah. Done. Let's get a for producer all these talented women. <laughs> I do want to say Greta Gerwig. I love her stuff um, and what she does. And it's so funny you mentioned her because um, I'm currently finishing my degree on the down low <laughs> because it's taken me years. Um, anyway, um, but I'm doing a unit which is on directors, like it's called Great Directors um okay yeah and then in the discussion board we had to like write like who are our favorite directors and at the moment I've just been watching a lot of Greta Growing stuff so I mentioned it and I was also like also female directors because all the great directors we're studying are men so I was like I was just gonna ask is that like because part of me loved the idea of the class and then I was like oh it's a lot a lot of lads all of them and do you know what the and i wrote that i was like oh i really because everyone <laughs> this is now just becoming a conversation everyone was like saying like they loved like spielberg and like you know scorsese like all which are oh, phenomenal i'm yes. not <laughs> downplaying that yes but i was like open your minds there are other people out there anyway so then i said greta Gerwig, um and <laughs> the, like the truth was like she was like interesting choice Okay. Ma'am? What does that mean? Excuse me, ma'am? Oh, my God.
1: That's why. Yeah, and there are so many amazing female directors. Like, yeah, Greta is obviously phenomenal. Nora Ephron was another amazing, incredible director. Like, even Marty, who I've mentioned, who was on. Oh, my God. If you haven't listened to the Marty Knoxon episode on the Screenwriting Life, that just on my list my heart I just I cried in that episode it was the first episode I was on for like taking notes for them and I literally thank god my camera was off I was like crying as she was talking it was just beautiful and she's just amazing what do you first notice about someone when you meet them uh we kind of I guess we kind of touched on that in terms of um people's energy it's it's I guess it sounds very I don't know up in the (laughs) air very airy-fairy of me to say but I um I think that you know whether someone is shy or really outgoing or Mm -hmm. you know just completely different ends of the scale it I'm never kind of put off by any of that at all it's the energy behind it like is someone someone genuine is it you know coming from a good place I just I feel like I do and probably true for a lot of creators you kind of you can feel it you can feel where someone's coming from and yeah and you know I again I I try not to judge too much (laughs) because I I hate you know the whole just I've decided on this person right now but it um I feel like you know it's usually pretty right like my gauge on that side of things
0: hell yeah i know i agree i feel like that question always goes two ways on my podcast it's like there's definitely two camps of like people who are like vibes and then there's people who are actually just like people's eyes or like you know their lips or something like there's literally oh two my camps. god i know it's like a fascinating question it's like my own case study oh my god, fuck. <laughs> you're like it's my thesis <laughs> yeah. i'm like secretly judging people i'm like oh you chose vibes okay you said eyes. Ooh. Ugh. Ah. Put you on this. <laughs> You've got familiar. your graph. I know. I have like a, a chart just ready to go to expose yep. everyone. I don't know. <laughs> Excited um, for that. Oh, girl, get ready. I have a lot of time on my hands now, so <laughs> I ben. can collect the information. <laughs> um. Okay, and then... Last question, what is the last film or TV show you watched that stuck with you and why?
1: I've been watching Ted Lasso <gasps> a lot lately and yeah. it's it's that that kindness aspect and you know I think there there's that line from season 1 where he says, you know, be curious um and yeah. It's just, yeah, it's been really sticking with me and it's a beautiful series and it's just, I think it goes to show that, you know, you can still have really complex characters who are just genuinely good people, but obviously, you know, he's he's a very layered person as well. Like, And, you know, I won't spoil anything with the current, like the recent episodes, but like there's a lot there him and, and to all the characters they yeah. they're um, very complex and endearing and charming and yeah it's it's a series I'm really enjoying especially at the moment um
0: yeah I kind of need that that lightness <laughs> oh I agree I'm so glad you watch it I've been like telling all the people to watch it because I had rec- someone recommended it to me and I was like and look I love Jason Sudeikis I think he's phenomenal as a performer Anything he does, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna love it, obviously. um But this show, like, it was, yeah, it's so complex. Like, you're right, all the characters are really complex, but there is this, like, it's just so wholesome. Like, the show is so wholesome. <laughs> like, yeah, I, we all need that right now. I think. Oh, it's very beautiful. I love Ted. I want to be friends with Ted <laughs> and Vegas, yeah. like both of them. <laughs> Like so, how does how can we make that happen? Yeah, like <laughs> TED, and then also Jason Stadakis as a person. Let's. I want that to happen. When
1: people say they're like giving a TED talk, yours is just <laughs> no. It's about TED. That's that's the TED talk. It's it's
0: literally <laughs> about TED and how I can hang out with Jason and TED. <laughs> yeah, because simulates because it's like I love and this is like getting actory, but like it's. Like I don't see Jason Sudeikis I see Ted like like Ted <laughs> and I know that's what acting is wow Sarah that was <laughs> god but anyway I guess what I'm trying to say oh god I don't even know where I'm trying to go with that I guess I was trying to say there are some performances in acting where you know you definitely see the actor come through but I don't yeah. I just see Ted and then I see Jason Sudeikis as a whole separate entity anyway um uh... <laughs> Jason Sudeikis, if you're listening, hey, that was a compliment. Actually, we have him
1: on the line. Um, no, yeah, no, I'm um... <laughs> I was, uh, He's just um, on hold after Greta. So, yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one day that's going to be true. <laughs> and I'll be like, who's laughing now? Me. Yeah. <laughs> laughing (laughs) still laughing always um you made it to the end of the podcast we did it oh I'm so excited thank
1: thank you so much for having me I um I really appreciate it I was very shocked that someone like (laughs) wanted to talk to me stop it (laughs) (laughs) um but no I I really have enjoyed this
0: and I hope um (laughs) whoever stuck with us enjoyed it as well I know whoever's still here hi this is the we're wrapping up (laughs) what a journey what a journey And that's a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoy recording these episodes. Make sure that you do subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast. I post a few behind the scenes, sneak peeks and just updates on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe to that so that you can be the first to know. And I will see you